John Costner. I saw him before service. Sister Lisa is very sick, needs a touch from the Lord. Let's pray for her. Sister McKinney called yesterday, Sister Teacher Jan McKinney, and uh, she was sick, needs a touch from the Lord, and we know a God that is a miracle worker. Amen. Thank God for what He has done for her, and uh, we just believe God to continue to work for her and uh, heal her body completely. We want to pray uh, for uh, Sister Ruby McDaniel's family. Ask the Lord to touch them and strengthen them. A very uh, troublesome time, difficult time. And uh, we know a God that is there in uh, our hardest and darkest hours. And so let's pray for them. Ask the Lord to touch them. And so if you're feeling good, you're able to be in church today, you ought to be here to give God praise and to give God glory, to give God honor. Amen. Amen. We want to uh, uh, thank all of those who uh, worked. I think it was mainly Brother Derek and Sister Lisa that worked on the parade uh, float. Thank them for that. And, uh, and I've I seen some pictures of it. It looks so nice. And uh, Sister Lisa knows how to crack the whip on Brother Derek and make him get busy. And working. <laughs> he said the longer he has, he would have been through last week, but the longer he has, the more she adds to it. And uh, so we do thank them for that and uh, do such a wonderful job with the uh, Sunday school department. Appreciate them working so hard in that area. Amen. It takes everybody working together to make everything a success. And uh, we want to announce and we are glad of this that the knives have come in and uh, they will be available to be picked up after church sister jessica will have them and have the list of names uh, those who have paid for those already and uh, they will be at the welcoming desk as soon as church is over so pick up your knife and they look very nice as you can see we've got some work going on outside we're trying to fix the wall and uh, people's wanting to get in here so bad, they just drive their car up into the buildings. <laughs> and uh, so uh, we're finally getting that worked on. I had to stop them yesterday. We run into another problem. The mortar is not matching well, so we're still, still working. And I want to ask you to do so today. Now, now uh, when you tear up something around here, it would be a blessing if you'd let someone know and offer the means, the financial means to fix it. Um, I don't know who it was. I'm not blaming anybody here because we had a lot of outsiders in the last a week. I don't know if it happened Friday night at our uh, wedding anniversary. I don't know if it happened at the funeral that we had. I don't know if it happened while they were playing over at the gym. I don't know if it happened while we were having church here, but someone has run into the gym. Now, if you hit the gym, you know that you hit the gym. And so that is an expense to the church. And uh, if you would be so kind, if it was you, if you would be so kind to turn it into your insurance company, they would pay it and the church wouldn't have to pay for it. And uh, so, and Brother Griffin did do that. And uh, we do appreciate that. 
And uh, so when you tear up something, don't think that it just gets fixed without any money involved or any labor involved. They don't just fix themselves. So if you would help us out with that, we would appreciate it. That goes for knocking holes in the wall. That goes from breaking glass. Accidents happen, I know. And, um, but accidents have to be cleaned up also. So uh, thank you for your cooperation on that. And so uh, there will be a Golden Eagles meeting. So don't forget that. Uh, Sister Adams is not here today. I think he told me the 16th. Is that correct? The 17th. The 17th. So remember that. I guess there will be more information. A sign-up sheet on the welcoming desk for that. So the Golden Eagles will be having a white elephant party. And uh, so remember that. And so let's turn to the Word of God this morning, if you'll stand with me again. Luke chapter number 9. Luke chapter number 9 and verse number 23 through 25. I want to uh, give to you what I feel like the Lord has laid on my heart. And this is a Bible study. I preached along these lines or taught along these lines before uh, a few years ago. And so if you have some of these things marked in your Bible, it should sound very familiar and uh, But I know that I can preach the same thing over and over again, and um, it will still work and still do you good because when I make announcements, people don't hear all of them either. Luke chapter number 9, verse 23 says, And he said unto them all, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me, for whosoever will save his life shall lose it, but whosoever will lose his life for my sake, the same shall save it. For what is a man's advantage if he gain the whole world and lose himself or be cast away? For what is a man's advantage? If he gain the whole world and lose himself, or be cast away. Let's go back to verse number 23. This is what I will be dealing with mainly this morning. And he said unto them all, If any man will come after me, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself, and take up his cross daily, and follow me. Lord bless you for standing for the reading of the Word of the Lord. Why don't we lift our hands and ask God to help us in this house today. God, we're depending on you this morning, Lord. I am nothing without you. We cannot hear or receive your Word without your help, without your anointing. I pray, God that You would anoint me. I pray, God, that You would anoint Your people. Anoint this church, God, this congregation to hear Your Word, to receive Your Word, to respond to Your Word. Help us all, God, to be a doer of the Word. We give You praise. We give You glory. We give You honor. Let's clap our hands and shout unto the Lord with the voice of triumph today. Hallelujah! Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. Lord bless you, you may be seated. 
I want to talk about some things of importance today. And uh, one thing I want to talk about, what I want to focus on today is very important. Amen. I want to talk about self. I want to talk about self. Uh, in life, sometimes our biggest problems and uh, our biggest heartaches and our biggest disappointments, our greatest difficulties in life at times, uh, it starts and it stops with the man that we see in the mirror every day. I'm reminded of a song uh, there's been many songs that have been written and sung about this, but uh, a few years ago someone wrote a song and it sang it, and he said, I'm talking and I'm looking at the man in the mirror. And I'm asking that person to make a change. And uh, we, uh, we are just hardwired, I guess, at times, to blame all of our faults and all of our shortcomings and all of our difficulties on somebody else. Amen. We look at our circumstances, and that's the world that we live in today. And uh, they look at their circumstances and say, because of this, because of that, because of this situation and that situation, I am what I am and I have done what I've done. When they look at people who uh, commit terrible crimes, they murder, they take innocent lives, they start studying their lives. And the lawyers will try to defend them because of the way that they were raised. And uh, the hardship that they have faced in life caused them to make and to do the things, to make the decisions and do the things that they did. When, when it all comes down to where the rubber meets the road, and when it all comes down to reality, people make their own choices in life. Now, I know circumstances can dictate how easy those choices are to make. But when it's reality, when it's all said and done, every person makes a decision to do what they do and to be what they are and to become what they have uh, become. I... I read, my wife yesterday was reading an article in the paper, and she said, here, you need to read this. It's quite interesting. It was a very interesting story. As some of you read the Houston Chronicle yesterday, it was on the front page, and it was talking about a, a man uh, growing up. He was raised on uh, the bad side of town and got in a, a bad way, got into dealing drugs and and uh, was a drug dealer, wound up taking someone's life in a drug dispute, went to prison. In prison, uh, he had a lot of time on his hands, so he discovered that uh, he dropped out of school, and uh, so he'd never finished high school. He discovered in prison that he really enjoyed reading. So he started reading, and, and while he was in prison, he started studying and and taking uh classes and got, I think he got his GED while he was in prison and then took some college uh, classes while he was in prison. Well, he was released from prison and uh, he said due to his background, uh, when he would go for a job interview, he was not able to get a job because it would always come up of what he was in his past. Some way, somehow, I can't remember all of the story and all of the details, but he got 
enrolled in a college and went on and uh, uh, received his degree, uh, some kind of technician. And uh, so, so he was. He made a speech at his graduation, and just for a few moments, he gave his story about how that you don't have to be what you grew up to be. That there is a way out. And there is a way to change. But the first thing that he had to realize was, I can't blame it on my circumstances. I can't blame it on someone else. I can't look at my parents and say, because I did not have a father figure in the house, or because my mother was not what she should have been, and I was raised in a bad section of town, uh, that is... Uh, who I shall be forever. But his first, re- uh, his first way out was determining I'm the problem here. Amen. Living for God is easy when you do it with all of your heart. The Bible says, take my yoke and learn of me. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. But the Scripture also said the way of a transgressor is hard. The way of a transgressor is hard. Not the way of the righteous. Not the way of the godly. Not the way of the saint is hard. But the way of a transgressor is hard. I've never seen anyone that has dedicated and consecrated their life to God... Get strung out on drugs. Amen. That gets, uh, that turns into an alcoholic. That their marriage and everything just is devastated when they're dedicated to God. What you find is, you say, oh, I I know so and so, but there was underlining problems that that were there with self-control and self-restraint and taking care of self. There is, there is circumstances that we allow to dictate our life. And we need to realize that some things that we need to bring into control is not other people. It's not our neighbor. It's not the one sitting on the pew with you. It's not the one sitting across the church from you. It's not the one on your job. It's not your husband. It's not your wife. But lots of times it is self that we need to get a hold of. Amen. I have said this before, and I know that you have heard this over and over and over again about the man that woke up with cheese in his mustache. He woke up automatically thinking that his bedroom was stinking. He went to his kitchen and his kitchen was stinking. He went to his living room and his living room was stinking. He opened up the door and stuck his head outside and sniffed the air and said, the whole world stinks. When he went to the mirror and examined himself, he realized it wasn't the bedroom. It wasn't the kitchen. It wasn't, it wasn't the living room. It wasn't the whole world, but it was himself. Amen. Every once in a while, when you smell something that stinks, you need to look around and go, make sure it ain't you. 
Every once in a while, when things are not going your way, make sure it's not you that puts you in that situation. When your husband's not acting right, sometimes look in the mirror and say, what can I do to make things better? Oh, hallelujah. I know some men want to say amen right now, but you're not allowed to. Amen. The other way around. Men, when you're finding complaints and arguments about the woman that you picked out to spend your life with, look in the mirror and see if, oh, self is like self used to be when self was dating this one. I'm kind of like the guy that was riding in the truck with his wife. And his wife said, you know, said, we used to sit close together when we would ride down the road. You know, you used to put your arm around me when we would ride down the road. You used to occasionally would try to drive with no hands when we'd ride down the road. And he looked over at his wife sitting on the other side of the truck and said, the steering wheel's still in the same place. I'm still on the same side. It's not me that moved. Sometimes it's not the one that we are complaining about the most, but it's the one that we love and we pet and we pamper the most. There is times in our life where we have got to get self by the nap of the neck and say, Hey, self, it's not everybody else, but it's you that really needs to pray through. It's you that really needs to have a prayer meeting. Amen. I... I, I get I get tickled sometimes. I, well, I don't get tickled. It I get ticked sometimes. I guess you could put it like that without the ickle on the end of people that's always saying, "Well, the church ain't what it used to be. We don't have revival like we used to have revival." And I'm off of my notes right now, but I'm I'm going somewhere. We may not get there this morning, but I'm going to get there eventually. We don't have revival. Like I remember, man, we had it seven nights a week. What night we didn't have it? On that eighth night, we'd gather around and have prayer meeting. We just had church all the time. And now if I have church every night of the week, some of you that complain about not having revival every day of the week is the ones that don't show up. And you say the church is not what it used to be. God has not changed. Amen. God's still in the same place God's always been, doing the same thing that God has always done. Amen. Who has changed? I tell you what we need to do. We need to look in the mirror every once in a while. And we need to straighten self up every once in a while and say, self, it's not everybody else's problem. The church don't shout like it used to when you sit in the seat more than you used to. Now, I know some of you older ones can't turn cartwheels and can't jump up and down and can't run the aisles. I understand that. Amen. But, but it, you know, it's not necessary that you leave early all the time. 
It's not necessary that you sit there when somebody else is doing it like you lost your best friend and talking and dinking around on your cell phone. Amen. It's not necessary that you're, you're laughing and talking to company because when you go home, you say, oh, my back's hurting. I feel bad. When you go home, you're just going to sit down anyway. You might as well be sitting in the house of God. Amen. And, and supporting somebody. Beat your cane on the ground. Let's, let the devil know you're still alive. Tap, tap your foot every once in a while. Stomp your foot. Lift a good old holy hand every once in a while and say, I can't do it like I used to do it. But I tell you what, I still got a made up mind. It's still the right way. I still want to worship God any way that I possibly can. Amen. 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 Hallelujah, hallelujah, but we blame everybody else and we say it's a preacher's fault, it's a Sunday school teacher's fault, it's a Sunday school director's fault, it's a choir leader's fault, it's a song leader's fault, it's the musician's fault, it's this one's fault, it's Brother Duplessis' fault, it's Brother Looper's fault. When what we need to get an understanding is it's not everybody else, but it's me, oh Lord, I'm standing in the need of prayer. It's not my brother. It's not my sister. It's not my mama. It's not my daddy. It's not my husband. It's not my wife. It's not my kids. It's not my neighbor. But it's me that needs to pray through and press my way through to I get victory in my life. Hallelujah. 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 The Bible says if any man will come after me. If he will come after me. Amen. First of all, in living for God, you've got to make a definite decision. You've got to make a decision. I know the denominal world calls uh, following Christ that we had a hundred that made a decision. And I want to tell you, making a decision to serve God is more than just raising your hand and say, I made a decision or I walked down the aisle and I made a decision or I shook the preacher's hand and I made a decision. But when you make a definite decision, it's praying through and cutting loose of everything that has held you bound and everything that has taken you captive and saying, I'm in this for the long haul. I didn't get in it to stop. I didn't get in it to quit. I didn't get in it to turn around. But I got in it and my mind is made up. I am going to finish the race that has been set before me. Amen. Many people have problems deciding which way to go. They try to hold on to God with one hand and hold on to the world with the other hand. How can I, how much of the world can I hold on to and still have God? I'm going to answer that question for you today. If the devil comes and says, how much of the world can I hold on to and still have God? I'm going to answer that for you today. Settle that right here and right now. You can't hold on to any of the world and still have God. You've got to make up in your mind, I want God more than I want anything in this world. I've got to have God. I can't live with 
without God. I need God like I need air to breathe. I've got to have God. And God is the most important thing in my life. Amen. Amen. I've seen people that pray through and say things just in case they backslide. You've already backslid. There's things that when you come to God, you need to cut loose of. You need to burn. You need to throw in the trash. You need to get rid of. Because I'm not going back. Amen. I'm not going back. The Bible says that we are to follow the Lord through choice that we make. Joshua said in in Joshua chapter 24 and verse number 15, it says, If it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods of your father served that were on the other side of the flood, are the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye now dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I come to try to encourage you today that you need to make a decision, Daddy. You've got to make a decision, Mama. Let the world do what they will. Let family do what they will. Let my friends say what they want to say. But as for me and my house, I'm going to serve the Lord. I'm going to do what's right. I'm going to dedicate my life to God. I'm going to get self under control. I'm going to get self where self needs to be. And that's in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 We must be firm in our decision to live for God. Leaving no bridge unburned for turning back. Amen. I've read books about the war and I've been reading one right now. I like to read when it gets deer season. I go sit on a deer stand and read. And uh, I hadn't been able to deer hunt a lot, so I'm kind of in the middle of the book and, and haven't finished it, but about General Patton. And he is talking about battles. I found it interesting that when they would go into war and they would get across the bridge, they would blow up the bridge behind them. Amen. We're no, number one, where there was no enemy that's going to come back and use that bridge to come in from behind them. Too many Christians leave too many bridges unburned. An escape route. An escape route. The Bible shows me that you don't need an escape route. The Bible says that when you start serving God, He said there is no temptation taking you, but that which is common to man. But with every temptation, God has already made a way of escape. Amen. You don't need to leave a bridge unburned or undestroyed because you might need a way out. Because God is going to make a way... There seemeth to be no way. Amen. I tell you today, come on, self. Come on, self. Realize, self, it's me. I've got to have a breakthrough. I've got to have a pray through. I've got to get a hold of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 
God doesn't need a rainy day fund. Amen. God doesn't need a backup plan. God don't need you figuring out His business. All He needs you to do is having faith in Him. Having faith in Him. It takes discipline in serving God. We must discipline ourselves when we start serving God. Amen. We have been talking about this the last two Wednesday nights. Amen. About boundaries that we set in our life. The Bible says again in Luke chapter 23, or Luke chapter 9, verse 23, it says, let him deny himself. Amen. Many people are self-indulgent. They fail to practice self-denial and restraint. Amen. God wants us to be in good health and to prosper. God wants us to enjoy life. He did not call us to be miserable people living for Him. Living for God is not a miserable walk of life. Amen. Living for God is happiness. It's joy. It's peace. Amen. In the Lord. And if it ain't working for you, I want to tell you that it will work for you. You need to go to the altar and get your joy back. You need to go to the altar and get your happiness back. You've got to go to the altar and get your peace back. It's still happiness. It's still joy. It's still peace in serving the Lord. Oh, some of you might be having trouble with that. Amen. Let me, let me back up on that again. Amen. Let me go over that for you one more time. I want to tell you the devil knows that if he can steal your joy in serving God, if you're not happy about coming to church, if you're not happy when you wake up on Sunday morning and say, man, I get to go to the house of God, and you're saying, oh, my Lord, church again, singing again, Brother Buck bellering again, Brother Looper hollering and screaming again, them Sunday school kids uh, saying that memory verse again, over and over and over, same old thing, just a different day. You find no joy in the house of God. Amen. The devil knows he's got you on the way out. But there ought to be something that happens on the inside of our soul that when we wake up, amen, it's not a place that I go to find fault. It's not a place that I go to criticize. But it's a place that I come and I get to lift my hand. In the holy temple, I get to worship a great God. I get to leap for joy in the presence of the Lord. I get to magnify Him because He is good. It's still joy unspeakable and full of glory. It's still joy unspeakable. And full of glory. It's still joy unspeakable and full of glory. 
Amen. It's still joy, unspeakable and full of glory. It's still a happy time on Sunday in Sealsby. Amen. It's still a good time on Sunday night in the house of God. Amen. It's time to have a party. It's time to worship God. It's time to magnify Him. Oh, clap your hands, all you people. Shout unto the Lord with the voice of triumph. Give Him praise and glory because He is worthy. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Church is still the best entertainment. Church is still the best place. Church is still better than the rodeo. Church is still better than the baseball game. Church is still better than the football game. Oh, church is still better than the carnival. Church is still better than Disney World. Church is still better than vacationing. Amen. I come to tell you today, you need to crawl up and get yourself by the nap of the neck and say, I got to get my joy back. I got to get my church back. I got to get my happiness back. I've got to get my strength back. I've got to get the joy of the Lord in my soul. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody worship God right now. Come on, lift your voice unto the Lord right now. Come on, shout unto the Lord right now. The devil's a liar that's trying to keep you down and out. The devil's a liar that's trying to tell you it ain't worth fighting for. The devil's a liar that's trying to tell you God don't have any joy for you. That God don't have any peace for you. I come to tell you the devil is a bald-faced liar. God's still God. There's still joy in the Holy Ghost. Amen. There's still happiness in serving and worshiping God. Hallelujah. Let him deny himself. Let him deny himself. Amen. We indulge ourselves on too many things of the world that causes us problems in the house of God. And we would blame it on everybody else and say if it was not for this, I could be this. If it was not for that one, I could do this. Amen. When there is room at the cross for everybody. There's room in the church for everybody. There's a job that God's got for everybody to do. Amen. There's a place for everybody. There's a position for everyone. 
Amen. There is a work that every person in this house can do. And God has called us to work. But we have got to make up in our mind. I am dedicated. I am committed. I will not turn back. I will not fail. I will not quit. But I'm going to give my life to God. I'm going to submit totally and wholeheartedly to God. I'm going to put it all over the altar. I'm going to get self under control. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Let's pray right just, just for a minute. Lift your hands toward heaven right now. Hallelujah. 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 Holy Ghost power. Holy Ghost power. Holy Ghost power. Holy Ghost work right now. Oh, Jesus. I'm not through, but I feel the Holy Ghost wanting to work in this house. Amen. I feel like some of you has been fighting. The devil and the devil saying you might as well stay home. You're not getting anything at church. God don't care about you anymore. God don't have a blessing for you anymore. There's no joy in the house of the Lord for you anymore. I come to tell you today, if you will step out from where you're standing or where you're sitting right now, and you'll make your way to this front and lift your hands toward heaven, you say, oh, everybody will see me. Everybody has problems. Amen. Everybody has struggles. Everybody has trials. And you'll say, here I am, God. I need a touch. God, stop in this service for somebody right now. God, I need help. God, I need a breakthrough. God, I need my joy back. God, I need my hope back. God, I've got to have my faith back. I've got to have my strength back. I want everybody praying right now. Come on, everybody in the house. Let's touch the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why don't you step out from where you're at right now? Here I am, God. Here I am, God. Here I am, God. Now lift your voice to heaven. Lift your voice to heaven right now. Lift your voice to heaven right now. Come on, lift your voice to heaven right now. It don't feel like it used to feel, God. I don't have the peace that I used to have, God. I'm not resting in you like I used to rest, God. Why don't you reach out to God right now? I can't worship like I used to worship, God. I don't feel like I used to feel, God. I want to tell you, God can take you back right now. God can take you back to that place where you first met Him. You've got to pray until you pray through. You've got to pray until you speak in tongues. You know, take me back. 
Hallelujah. How long has it been since you spoke in tongues? How long has it been since you prayed through till you spoke in tongues? How often you need to do it? As often as you possibly can. Why don't somebody pray right now? Why don't somebody make up in your mind, I'm burning some bridges behind me this morning. I'm putting some things in the past. I'm taking care of some things in the future. I'm moving on with my life in God. Take me back, oh God. How would you like to feel that feeling all over again? Oh, take me back, God. Take me back, God. Take me back, God. Take me back, take me back, take me back. Take me back, God. Let me feel it all over again. Why don't you pray? Why don't you pray right now? Why don't you reach out to God right now? Take me back, God. Take me back, God. Take me back, God. Let me feel it all over again, God. I need you all over again, God. Today, God, help us today, God. Help us today, God. Help us today, God. Come on, come on, reach out to the Lord. Come on, reach out to the Lord right now. Oh, God, reach out to God right now. Jesus' name, Jesus' name.
touch God. Holy Ghost, touch God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Help from heaven today, God. Strength from heaven today, God. A touch from heaven today, God. Oh, God, I believe you. I believe you. I believe you, God. I believe you, God. I believe you, God. I believe you, God. Hallelujah. 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 In the name of Jesus. 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 Holy Ghost work. Holy Ghost work. Holy Ghost work. Begin. 